0: As I watch coverage from the latest mass shooting, while watching Hollywood implode, and seeing historic lows for approval ratings for both the Democrats and Republicans, I I have to ask myself at this point, is America broken? We're going to talk about that on Socially Corrupt Podcast right now. Hey, thanks for joining me once again on the Socially Corrupt Podcast. We're going to talk about America and ask if it's broken or this is just how it was made to be. We would have to wonder if social media has exposed our inner hatred, our tribalism, and how we go out of our way not to listen anymore but yell so loudly. And former Facebook president Sean Parker came out today and he seems to agree with my longtime sentiment that social media is breaking down our society. It's more than what our our human minds can deal with at this point. But it is possible that we've been rotting long before that. So what are the problems? Well, first off, you should know that I really don't care too much about the Bill of Rights or the Constitution. I think they're both broken just as much as America is. I mean, they're the foundation of America, right? And they were made in different times for different purposes. And although I believe in the base of 95% of it, it still needs to be revised. So you can argue that some of the solutions that I may have are unconstitutional, and you'd probably be right. But it's time those things evolved too. I mean, you have to remember the times that the Bill of Rights, the Constitution were made are, are so far from the times that we have now. I mean, we really don't hold anything very similar except for maybe some values during those times. And so we have to look at our government system the basis of all of this as well and we see that democracy has completely failed it's it's a system that just doesn't work no matter how much we want it to and and it's like so many other systems almost every other governmental system in the history of our mankind we try it for a while we find out it's not perfect we can't figure out a way to necessarily fix it so we move on to something new and i'm not about socialism or communism I don't necessarily believe in any of the systems that we have, but I know that democracy does not work. And the United States proves this year after year, election after election. We're put in a system where delegates decide, right? Where the overall votes don't really mean a lick of shit. And you can can reference Hillary Clinton or Al Gore for that. So you can't really argue that your vote matters. And you can't really argue that it doesn't either. So you see what they did there? The poor are getting poorer and the richer are getting richer. The house prices are absolutely out of control. Earth, whether you believe in global warming or not, is more polluted and sicker than ever. And you can just base that, again, if you don't believe on glo- believe about global warming, you can just base that off the amount of population that we have, right? I mean, you have to look at our oceans that are filled with our pollution and our lands that are filled with our pollution. We don't even have to go over global warming. Just look at what we've done from a wrapper and can standpoint, you know, from a cigarette butt can, from a cigarette butt standpoint. And so with all that being said, we seem to be more harmful than we ever have been. We're more hateful than we've ever been, and, and definitely less understanding. Which has forced us to make horrible decisions based on identity as much as politics has. Mass murders are at an all-time high. Nearly every minority is screaming that they're feeling unheard. And the biggest majority, white women, are feeling unheard as well. And they've allowed business to bleed into our politics and narrate what we get to watch and listen on their own terms. So why, why did it all fail? Or why is it all failing? Well, I think it's because we live in a system where the uninformed voter gets to choose. There are no real checks and balances on who's voting. Voting days are never on weekends. And which helps suppress and keeps the people in power in power. We get our information from slanted news sources and rarely do any homework or background investigations ourselves, thus allowing nearly all of our candidates to be horrible representations of politicians and human beings. So let's start with politics. You know, the parties have become further and further apart than ever before. They seem to try to incite hatred and misinformation rather than promoting change and plans for the future, right? They don't work together in nearly any way anymore. We're allowing writers on bills, lobbyists to influence our politicians. Our politicians' platforms become uninspiring and have no backbone. They rarely come to fruition when when they're elected. I mean, look at the most recent case, which would be Trump. I mean, how's that wall going? Your budget is nothing like what you proposed when you were running. You are nowhere on track to eliminate the federal deficit in eight years, as you promised. You've failed multiple times at repealing Obamacare and replacing it with something better. You surely have not yet defeated ISIS. And the tax cuts for everyone, I don't know, looking at your tax plan, I do not see tax cuts for everyone. So right now, again, and it's not just Trump. It's, it's every politician almost all the way down the line. They give us a dozen promises and they come through with two of them. So fuck you. I mean, fuck all the presidents who come in and they lie to us. And then they, and then they do something completely different off of the platform that we elected them from. And so we look at the politician term limits. See, when we give them too much time, they forget who they serve, right? The longer they're in... The worst they tend to do for us. Four years in and never again. And that's how it should be. For everyone. For House of Reps. For our Senate. For our President. And for all the members that are voted in. You can run for as many different offices as you want. But never the same office twice. Unlimited terms. Absolute bullshit. And this is how corruption happens. This is how laws don't get passed. And when they do, they're inevitably written by the same people over and over again. You see, the House and the Senate have become a high school lunchroom. Where if you're not with the right crowd, your shit don't matter. And no one listens. And no one approves. And no one signs off. And no one seconds anything of yours. And that's what happens when we keep these politicians in the House too long. As they become too clicky. What we want, uh, we want the new people who want to come in and make those changes, who have the energy to make the changes. We don't want the people being reelected that are part of the system. See, John McCain has been in too long. He's part of the system. Lots of people have been in too long. Orrin Hatch, part of the system. They need to go. They're part of the problem. They're the ones who have created this. And we keep thinking they're wonderful people, because they're suave or they're savvy or they have a great backstory but truth be told they're doing us more harm than good so then we look at what what our government is doing for us you know we're, we're not running the government as a business as it partially should be partially not fully i mean we look at things Like the $28 billion for marijuana legalization that the feds would most likely make a year. And up to $100 billion a year if they legalized online gambling. I mean, we we rely on taxation rather than the creation of opportunity. I mean, if America's so full force on going green, then why isn't our government producing items for us? making things, making money for us, selling green products. Instead, we're selling fucking missiles. We're selling war instead of opportunity. And now you may not be for marijuana. You may not be for online gambling. But I believe that the people should have a right to do what they want to do if it doesn't harm themselves. And although we'll soon find out if we don't know already that marijuana absolutely creates lung cancer, emphysema, and everything else that cigarettes do it does it at a a much less rate and even though it's bad for you health-wise it's it's still a stress relief and if people want to do it let them do it it's not going to harm anything we've seen in colorado washington oregon we're seeing in nevada we'll soon see in california that there's no absolutely horrible repercussion from this and so, therefore, why aren't we making $28 billion? Why are we spending money to stop it instead of making money, allowing it, and creating for taxation an opportunity? Why isn't the government going out there and creating huge fields in Northern California and Kentucky and Florida, producing this and making money for us? Now, you may, again, you may not want the marijuana, but there are other opportunities that they could do. Now, you can argue, well, they're taking away from small business but not when it's a creation. Not when, it's their, not when they're creating something. It's, this is their own design. Let them do what they need to do to create opportunity for Americans. Those farmers still have corn and garlic and everything else. Or how about online gambling? I mean, that's a slippery slope. I get it. But people are going to gamble. They're gambling online, spending hundreds of billions of dollars a year doing it. And weren't spending money to try and stop it unsuccessfully. It's like the war on drugs. If you can't stop it, then you have to embrace it, make it your own, and, and and do it the right way so it's safe. They could be making so much money off creation and opportunity, and they choose taxation, and it's, it's been a complete failure. Or we look at the SEC, who we talked about last podcast, letting advertisers openly lie to us giving control to business and not people, and allowing misinformation. I mean, they've been on the side of businesses since day one. They help the public in nearly no way. Or we look at the Department of Education, and by all stats, they're retarding our children. They're not allowing the growth and the consumption of learning, misappropriating the funds, and they've lost all their standards, or they have no standards for the teachers to go off of. Or we go down to the EPA and we just look around and you can see what a joke they've become. Flint, Michigan, the environment. What happened to the Clean Power Plan? You know, the Department of Health. Cancer is killing everybody. A Horrible management of Obamacare, the opioid epidemic, and the SCD epidemics. You know, I mean, everybody worries about guns in America. I don't know if you realize that they're like... 30, 35 different types of cancer that kill way more people each than guns do in America. And nobody's getting on top of that. There's been not very much growth. No matter what you hear, it's about what you see and what's actually happening. Don't let them turn perception to to a false reality for you. You know, if you have cancer patient friends or family members, you understand that it's pretty much the same thing as it was 10, 15 years ago. There hasn't been much change in it. There's not a whole lot of money going into it, and it's killing us all rapidly. Or how about the IRS? Targeting the right-wing groups for profit status. 335,000 people lost their info due to hackers on the IRS site. And I don't even need to get into the IRS too much because everybody already hates them. So we'll just leave the IRS at that and we'll move to Secret Service. I mean, the Secret Service costs us $2.2 billion a year. They charge us $2.2 billion a year to consistently fuck up (laughs) and get caught drinking. They get 25 minutes a year of training. They've allowed multiple breaches. They've allowed a person with a knife to just run through a security guard at the front door and get into the heart of the White House? Or how about our Veterans Affairs Department, lying about the speed at which they process health care requests while our veteran patients suffer? They have no accountability, and it's always been horribly run. Or allowing the uninformed voter. You know, the one thing that our politicians do is they allow uninformed voters because they're so easily manipulated. And they allow identity politics because now they have something to back them. Instead of suppressing identity politics and informing uninformed voters, we celebrate them. And it's crippled our system of any growth when we worry about what they look like rather than what they stand for. So what kind of solutions could we possibly have for our political system? Other than trashing it and finding something different and new. I mean it's pretty crazy. But I would say if you can't read. If you can't write. You can't vote. You have to get rid of the uninformed and illiterate voters. If you don't have an ID. You can't fucking vote. IDs will be provided for you. Once every four years for free. To any citizen with proof of residency. How's that? That won't cost all that much money in comparison to what we lose when we allow uninformed and illiterate voters, illegal voters to vote. You know, I, I think that I think that you have to absolutely provide IDs because you need IDs to vote. And it's very hard to say that. You have to have an ID to vote, but then charge $25 for an ID because not everybody can afford them. Now, everybody should be able to get one. There's $25 somewhere. I don't care how poor you are if you're planning on voting. I, I get that. I, I understand the Republican side of it, and I agree with it partially. I think you should have an ID to prove, to validate yourself at the voting booth. But why aren't we just giving them away? If they're mandated, then then why aren't we giving them away? And making it easier for people to obtain. And then you need to citizenize any and all illegals who are willing to do a background check and vetting and have proof of residence so they can get in there and vote legally. And then you get rid of the rest of them and eliminate the sanctuary cities. You have to have shorter term limits for these people. And in order to vote for or against a candidate, you have to be informed. Now, this is a problem. I get it. You know, what do you do? How do you prove that somebody's informed? <clears throat> Is it a test? Yeah, I doubt it, right? So maybe you just need to distribute non-biased candidate background information. And then we need to gut the agencies, the FCC, the EPA, the IRS, veteran services, all of it. They need to be gutted, and we need to rethink out, rethink how to run these. And we need them run by proven entities or people. We also need to get rid of writers on bills. No more lobbyists in D.C. A lot of these problems stem from the lobbyists and the writers, And they need to fucking go quickly. So now we move on to our broken justice system. All these judges, they have such a political bias. And they should have none. A judge should never come into a case with a political agenda. There should be no such thing as a right-wing and left-wing judge. And nearly each and every one is. You know, as a former manager, I've had to go to court for the same thing multiple times, which is making an employee non-eligible for unemployment benefits. And then they'll turn around and they'll, they'll set up a court date trying to prove that they deserve them. And, and I think that that's more than fair. Even though they're wasting my fucking time, I, they have the right to do that. And I'm totally cool with it. And now these unemployment benefits that I decline always stem from one of three things. Time card theft, where they are writing down a time that they left, they're extending their hours that they weren't truly there. Property theft, they stole something from the company that I worked for. Or they just abandoned their job. Three days, no call, no show, they're gone, right? The same facts, the same situations, different judges, different fucking results every time. And, and in no case have I ever been wrong. All three of these cases are justifiable for not giving unemployment benefits. All three of them. You stole from me, you stole from me, and you walked away from your fucking job. And I have proof of every single one through cameras, through time cards, through anything. I mean, absolute proof. There's no question about it. But different judges, different results every time. It's insanity, and there needs to be consistency and consistent punishment with other cases. Why do more black folks spend longer times in jail for the exact same offenses that everybody else does? It makes no sense at all. Now, if let's say blacks are doing more of a specific crime or more crime overall, and so more of them are in jail. That's just life. That's how it goes, right? But when a white person, a Hispanic person, an Asian person, a black person are all convicted of the exact same crime in the exact same situation, we're seeing that blacks are spending much more time in jail than any other race. And that is a lack of consistency. That needs to be changed. So the solutions are strict annual reviews. Judges have to be evaluated on their cases and decisions, every single one. There has to be a set of rules and guidelines for them. You know, it almost feels like judges get to run around as they see fit. And they need to be controlled and managed as well. There needs to be a punishment in place for them when they make mistakes. And they shouldn't be voted in, but rather promoted based strictly off metrics. No more voting in judges. They raise through the ranks based on their previous caseloads and outcomes only with each case being reviewed. Just like you or I would at our job. See, judges are there to decide if a law was broken. Or if someone was just in an action of the law or against the law, they shouldn't be deciding what laws should be or how they're to be interpreted. If a law has to be fucking interpreted, it's failing to do what it was intended to do, which is straighten out a problem in society. If a law is so complex that it allows for interpretation, then it's no law at all, is it? It's just a fucking talking point. So our justice system is broken. It it needs to absolutely change. So what else is breaking America? How about race and identity issues? I mean, immigration. We allow people to come here illegally without granting citizenship, which kills our schools, our hospitals, and our government programs. By all statistics, they take much, much more than they put in by many times over. It's a complete fucking debacle. And I have nothing against immigration or immigrants. I just want everybody here legally. That's that's all I ask. That's all I ask. I don't care how they get in. I don't care why they get in. I just want them here legally. So once they cross that border, I want them paying taxes. I want them to have a social security number. I want them to be held accountable as an American citizen, just as you and I are. So I'm not saying they shouldn't come in or they should come in. I'm just saying once they're here, they need to be fucking vetted, background checked, make sure they have a place to live, and then get them in the system. I don't care if they know the national anthem. I don't care if they know American history. I don't care about any of that. I want them to be paying their fair share while they're here. Because what I saw, living in California for so many years, northern and southern, is that a lot of this money goes back to their families in Mexico and which is just fine that's 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 a respectable thing to do more respectable than what more americans will do for their own families but i want that money taxed i want to make sure that that everything is by the by that's all i ask it's not about illegal citizens coming in putting our country in danger it's us as american government not putting them in our system to tax them and make sure that we are getting the money we need from them so their children go to our hospitals and our schools and they don't break them down by not paying for them. They need to be held accountable. That's all I'm asking for, accountability. Or how about the fucking alt-right and white lives matter? I mean, it's just a racist group of zealots and uninformed people who fight for white rights. And I'm actually cool with people fighting for white rights, black rights, whatever, that's fine. But they do it in such a way that it demeans and frightens others. It's totally unacceptable. It's further separated us. Many KKK members have also joined the alt-right, giving them a new and more powerful platform to voice their hate. And that's the one thing that you don't give these fucking idiots. And I understand that that's an argument that can be had. But I can tell you that nobody really thought of the KKK. Nobody concerned themselves with it. We never saw any kind of hate crimes related to the KKK when we chose not to give them a platform. Let them go up to the Capitol steps once a year, let them say their stupid shit, and then they go away and we don't worry about them. And they gain no power from that. Cuz their power is all within the recruiting rings, links, right? They want to recruit. They want they need you to hear their voice. And so you choose not to hear their voice and and they weaken and then they fall apart. The alt-rights brought them back in. Or how about Black Lives Matter? A group who feels that based on their race, they're being targeted and harmed by police at a much more frequent rate, which evolved into bigger issues like systematic racism, which has further separated us. Not because of their voice of concern. They have a just voice of concern. But rather the cases that they attach themselves to and the violence and terror that... Some choose during the protests and never taking accountability for the violence in the neighborhoods that started this whole fucking problem in the first place. But what really hurts their cause and what separated them so much from everybody else is the fact that they've chosen, and it may not be the Black Lives Matter group that's chosen this, but people who revolve around the Black Lives Matter group have chosen to fulfill hate crimes that they commit against themselves and then blame other people, and they always get caught. Almost all of these hate crimes, since Black Lives Matter has come out, not all of them, but almost all of them, the majority of them, have been proven to be fake. And I sure hope that the dean or whoever the general was that was talking about it, that was so frustrated about it, is eating his shit right now because he was wrong, just like everybody else was wrong. It was a black man who did the crime Blamed white people for it. Used himself as a victim. And then got found out. And it's happening time and time again. And when you have such a justified voice like Black Lives Matter and then people do this, it's gone. They lose their voice. And it's divided us further. So how about trans rights? Trans rights have been huge this year. You know, just finally when the gays and lesbians can start feeling just a bit more normalized. Trans rights attach themselves to their fight. (laughs) And they've kind of taken everybody back a few steps, which has further separated us. I don't have any personal problems with transgenders or anything of that nature. My issue is them trying to establish new genders rather than just destroying the old. After all, I mean, gender really is a made-up thing. It's just what other people think that your role in society should be. And so it's meaningless. It means nothing. So it's not real. So by adding a gender or 37 of them to the mix, all you're essentially doing is adding bullshit to bullshit. And it makes you look stupid. Just admit that you're a man or a woman who wants to be of or represent the other sex. And you're done, right? That's it. Own it. Be proud. Stop being so fucking stupid over the whole thing and just be realistic. Because that's all it is. You're one thing that's trying to identify as something else. It doesn't mean that you are. It doesn't mean that you'll ever truly be. But it also doesn't mean that you get to invent some stupid gender to justify your own instabilities. Just keep your head up and be who you want to be. I don't care. I don't care. But no, you're not a woman. You were born a man, and that's just life. It's just life. I'm sorry. But if you want to dress up, just fucking dress up. That's cool. I don't care. None of that matters. You should have equal rights, just as everybody else does. But let's not make this more than it truly is because you really are and it's separating us further. We look at feminism which has been a huge issue this year. Fighting for reproductive rights, equal pay, equal say, equal opportunity, something that should bring us all together and agree, right? But yet it has further separated us. And they're absolutely just in what they believe. The unfortunate part is a lot of time, and feminism included, while fighting for your rights, you choose to blame, degrade, and point at other factions for their suffrage rather than, once again, taking accountability for changing your own role. Life is a game. Business is a game. And you got to learn how to play that game. I don't think anybody's going to help you. I think you're going to have to help yourself. I'm not saying it's fair. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying that In order for leaders to be leaders, they step up. And I'm not saying women aren't leaders. I'm not saying women have never been leaders. I'm just saying that women have not had the opportunity, have not put themselves in the opportunity, have not given themselves or been given the opportunity to be leaders in lots of aspects, to be equals in lots of aspects. And I'm not saying it's necessarily their fault. And I'm not saying it's necessarily anybody's fault. I think that maybe that's how life started. Man and woman started hunting, reproduced. All of a sudden, woman has to stay at home to feed the baby because the protein comes out of her body, out of her breast. Man still hunts. You know, and, and then that's how things separate. Now, it's quite possible that man sees babies as his property and therefore sees the woman as his property. Maybe that's how history started. But somewhere down the line, we, we separate our roles as what we do in society. Almost like a gender situation, right? What's your role in society? Well, you don't have to have a perceived role in society. You just have to do what you fucking want to do. You got to get in there and you got to work. And we have to allow you to do that. Which has been the problem of the white man. We've been stimulating growth, business, prosperity in America this whole damn time. While selfishly leaving everyone else behind with no remorse. Not thinking about anything but their own interest, and it's the basis why everybody's in the position that they're in. But pointing fingers is the worst thing in the world you can do. It won't get you where you want to be, especially when you're pointing at your fingers at the people who are in charge. I think you know, I, I think that women are on the come up, and I, that's a wonderful thing, and it's been a long time coming. But you just got to keep pushing. Don't point. Just keep pushing and you're going to get there. We've already seen many examples of that. Sometimes you just have to grind, make the connections, be the wingman. You never deserve to be harassed. Just don't point fingers at the people who are in charge. So then we look at reproductive rights. And I think everybody at this point should be willing to concede that rape, incest, harm to the mother, irregularities, are all acceptable reasons to terminate a pregn- pregnancy. And I really hope that people believe that women should have the right to birth control. They should have to pay for it like any other medication, but it should be on their health plan, period. But the argument from the right, besides that, is just one simple question that must be answered with reproduction, is where is the accountability? How can we improve And being more accountable for what we do. Because abortion isn't great on your body. Just like it's not great on the baby. And we put ourselves in a position to get here. So why are we here? I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that. There's a flaw. If we have to abort. And it's not because of rape, incest. Harm to the mother. irregularities, These type of things. There's a. There's a issue going on that we have to address before that and that's the accountability it's not the accountability of the woman it's the accountability of the situation both man and woman that nobody is showing responsibility or accountability for that we need to look at because it's the accountability that drives our society and makes us better and it's the biggest decision ever ever it's a bigger decision to have a child than it is to pull the plug on somebody because they were going to die anyway. You're choosing whether to give this person life or death. The other person's death, whose plug you're pulling, is coming. You just assigned to do it a few hours sooner. And the equal pay thing is proven to be false. But there is some truth to it. I know that there are women out there that don't get paid as much as men do in the same positions. But there has to be a better study. Because the equal pay study that everybody's going off of, is missing so much vital information that it can't be taken at face value at all. And although I believe there's truth to it, we need to take a look into it and find out why it's happening to make it change because everybody deserves to be paid equally at at least at the start. You know, some women will never have the opportunity where they should because of misogynistic issues and that always has to be fought. But the mansplaining and the I'm important and beautiful campaigns, they, they can go fuck right off. I don't care about any of that. People are always going to over-explain things to you. That's life. And again, it's the white man stimulating growth and business and prosperity in America. This whole damn time, but not thinking about anybody else but themselves, is what got us in this position. So we look at other identity issues like religion. And I'm agnostic. We'll throw that out there right now. I'm, I'm not going to say that there is or is not a God. Because I cannot prove either one, and neither can you. So we look at where religion has gotten us. I mean, we look at the Christians, exorcism, self-flagellation, Muslims with baby tossing, Jewish with the bris, Mormons with baptism of the dead, Scientology with the e-meter, Jehovah's Witnesses and the lack to do transfusions and medical operations. We look at Hindus with dowries and, and hooking themselves, impaling themselves. We look at Buddhists cutting up the dead and spreading them all over mountaintops, which I totally understand, but it's fucking dirty and it leads to disease. It's the worst thing humanity served up. It's so harmful, which has further separated us. From Indians killing Muslim, Muslims in India for just owning cows, <laughs> to American Israel not wanting to see Muslims at all. Or from Christians and Jews being killed in non-Christian and Jewish lands and Christian and Jewish leaders consistently in trouble for raping young boys. I don't really need to go into all the scandals and death throughout time in the name of gods, do I? Because it's been most. I mean, the idea of gods being so far-fetched and false but never giving up faith and willing to kill and die for a belief that may or may not be real? I think it's all caused by a fear of death. And I I get that. I really do believe it's all centered around this fear of death. And that's why we've grasped on to religion so much. Because we're all scared as shit to die. Because there very well may be nothing after that. I'm pretty sure there's no hell. If that makes you feel any better. But there very well may just be nothing. You know, and at what point did your God tell you all to be so rude and unwilling for others? So many claim religion and almost just as many go against their gods dozens of times a day. There's not much of a solution to this. People are going to believe what they believe. Only thing I can ask is believe in the afterlife, afterlife part. That's cool. And just forget the rest and treat each other well. I don't know where to go with religion. It baffles my mind. So we look at violence. Violence in America is down almost 50% overall in the last few decades, but has risen the last two years and will again this year. It's still out of control. Even if it's gone down 50% in the last few decades, there's still 1.2 million cases a year of violence. Mass shootings are on the rise. Body counts of each just keep getting higher and higher, don't they? I mean, we've, we've had two of the top five mass shootings in America in the last what month and a half two months and we incarcerate more than anybody in any other country and this is a man problem i will fully admit this is my people's problem it's a man problem it's equally shared amongst races and you can't do anything about a man problem we're not going to police ourselves Blacks don't police blacks. Whites don't police whites. Women don't police women. We don't police ourselves. It's an anger problem. It's a testosterone problem. It's an inability to cope with stress and anger properly. I don't know what the fuck to do about a man problem. Because that's exactly what it is. There are women killers. Absolutely. But over 90% of these killers are men. Over 90% of this violence is from men. It's a man problem. It's not a white man problem. You look at mass shootings, white men are at 56% of the mass shootings since, I believe, 1982. Maybe it was 1992. And everybody else is, you know, much less than the white man is. So you can look at that and say it's a white man problem. But if you look at men in general as a population, the white man holds about 60 to 65% of the population among men in America. And we're at 56% of the mass shootings. So we're right about where we're supposed to be statistically. It's never been a white man problem. It's a fucking man problem. It's a testosterone problem. It's a ball sack problem. But we still have foreign-inspired terrorism. And Sadiq Khan, the mayor of London, is absolutely right, whether you want him to be or not. It really is part and parcel for living in a big city now. But it's the fault of people like him who have made it like that. And it's going to continue to happen. And when it's not ISIS, it'll be a new group. Terrorist groups are always defeated, inevitably, it seems. But terrorist actions will never go away. New ones will come and go. And one day, one will be big enough to defeat a government. And it'll probably be based on religion. Or how about the possibility of war with Korea? Now, the South Koreans don't really care because they've been living with this. I have lots of family who's South Koreans from South Korea, living in South Korea, and they don't think twice about any of this stuff. But now with Trump back in, now they're starting to talk about it again. And America's going nuts over it. People are tense, defensive, tentative. And then they burst and lash out, and it creates too much tension in our country. And once again, it divides us. And I have no solutions for this. Besides killing off half of the country, that's the bad half. And I'm not talking about Republicans or liberals. I'm not talking about color or race. I'm talking about the violent, the inhumane. I, I, I don't think there is because you can't, you can't kill people. It's against the law, right? You can't do that. So I think it only gets worse. And then it'll get better as history moves forward. And then it'll get worse again. And then it'll get better as history moves forward. And then it'll get worse again. There are no real solutions here. This is just, this is how men work. This is how human beings work. And I don't know how to fix that problem. So we move on to the drug epidemic. We're allowing the retardation of America because drugs and human weakness that makes you unable to perform at life, which is totally unacceptable. I mean, I get it. The users are weak. I I totally understand that. Everybody is fragile. But when it's being pushed on us by the ones we're supposed to trust like our fucking doctors because of the greed of the pharma companies who are pushing it on our doctors, how are you supposed to win that battle? There needs to be a constant government oversight and more repercussions when these things get out of control. There were warning signs. This didn't happen overnight. Democracy allows business to act on their own with not much oversight that when you fail to review and observe their actions, you turn a blind eye. Well, that's just more proof that we can't pull off democracy. We look at medicine. I mean, the state of our medicinal research has proven no breakthroughs in most any of the illnesses that we truly suffer from. They have, however, found a way to give us temporary fixes and band-aids, but no real cures besides a few. We're not finding cures fast enough. More people die of, like, 30, 40 types of cancers in a year than gun deaths. We've lost focus on keeping our race alive and well. The American race, the human race. The research needs more money and government needs to step in and start pushing them harder and harder. You know, we push preventative so hard, which is awesome, but we're still not curing anything. Why? I mean, healthcare, people aren't getting the healthcare equally and it's killing a lot of our poorer citizens. Hospitals keep raping insurance companies and patients with bills. And insurance companies keep raping and killing patients with high premiums and deductibles. Denying coverages and treatments. All because of money. All because of money. Making more than the bottom line. Greed runs our healthcare system. Insurance and healthcare should both be non-fucking-profit. And required only to make the bottom line to get by you got to keep paying doctors and nurses high salaries because we need to breed them. We need more of them. We need them consistently. We can't slow down on them. But everything else needs to be fucking bottom line. You need to put more money into research, nonprofit, the insurance and, in- and hospital institutions, and require them to only charge a certain percent over cost. Design new non-addictive painkillers or addictive ones without the same side effects. Easier said than done, I know. But I haven't met too many problems you couldn't throw money at that weren't solved. So now we look at business. I mean, they run our politics. They don't pay a living wage anymore. And most of them become very toxic places to work, to be in for eight hours a day. You know, if you think $15 an hour is a livable wage, you're fucking insane. $25 an hour is a livable wage. I mean, house gas insurance prices all have gone up by about 400% in the last 25 years. Minimum wage has gone up 100%. I mean, everybody needs to be paid hourly and promoted based by metrics. And metrics alone, unless they possess a toxic personality. Then you find yourself proof of equality. But we're too busy worrying about monopoly. You know, everybody needs three or four options. Be it local healthcare, trash, utilities government and cable technology. And we do okay handling that for the most part, but you see failure and corruption, especially with waste companies. Why does everybody only have one waste company option? And other things that ca- are caused by a lack of political accountability. But what we fail at is letting companies like Disney, Comcast, Amazon, Google, Facebook, AT&T, Time Warner, start controlling multiple facets of our life. See, that's a monopoly too. It's just not viewed as such very often. But we can't allow, and I'm surely tired of turning on ESPN, ABC, Hulu, watching a Marvel movie, a Star Wars movie, Pixar, Touchstone, Lifetime, A&E, the fucking History Channel, or Vice Publications, and knowing it's all Disney and seeing their subliminal bullshit. It's too dangerous when they have to, when they've shown to be too politically cited, manipulative, and willing to Raise prices once they realize there's nothing we can do about it. And proven to have thrown their own subliminal social political comments in it every single fucking turn. We don't need that. We need honest programming. ESPN should be sports. That's it. That's fucking it. The History Channel should not be touched by Disney. That is insane. So how can we trust the History Channel anymore to give us true history? They're running and ruining politics. These companies are running these politicians and in turn America. And this behavior is a travesty on our own democracy. And that's why democracy fails. It doesn't and won't ever work. We have to limit the companies to what they can purchase overall by an overall consumer reach standard. Not just by the market standard or the market share that they have. Lobbyists need to be fucking eliminated. And I mean as in they need to be not in Washington or talking to politicians, not eliminated, eliminated. Or only be seen as a politician or by a politician through a scheduled meeting with the third party president and the conversation completely fucking recorded. You know, it it needs to stop. Everything else needs to be... Change the way that businesses work for us. Because these businesses are working for us, but we're also working for these businesses. And they're screwing us on both ends. And it's absolutely unfair. You know, we need to make a national profit max for companies. And everything else needs to be given to the employee. Minimum wage should be set at $20 an hour. And only hourly pay, no salary. It's been proven... Time and time again that salaried employees get taken advantage of over and over and over. And it's completely unfair. You know, normally I wouldn't be for the minimum wage raise. Because it is hard to justify somebody at McDonald's making $15 an hour. But, at the same time, we can't have these people living on the streets when and McDonald's is a horrible example because I know their managers are making $150,000 a year. But when the owners of the McDonald's are making you know millions of dollars off of these franchises, if you want things to be fair, the rich have to be willing to cut down in half. And that's just the bottom line. Now, you may not be willing to do that. I'm not saying you have to. I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying for things to be fair... You can't have one person at the same company making $8 an hour and another person making an $8.5 million bonus in December. It just doesn't work like that. Now, you can work it however you want. Again, I don't, I don't care. I don't necessarily think that somebody flipping burgers deserves 15 or $20 an hour. But again, I'll say it the last time, if you want things to be fair and equal, You got to take those cuts and stop worrying about all the greed and start giving it to the people who have created the success for you. So let's go on to the environmental issues. But before we do, you know, the one thing about businesses that you can never take for granted is they will listen to you as a consumer, they just won't listen to you as an employee. So don't give them more than one chance to fail before you walk away from them forever. Fuck DirecTV and fuck AT&T. They fuck me over. I'm never going back. I get mail from them twice a week. I am never going back. Go fuck yourself. You guys are horrible at what you do. So now let's move to environmental issues. They've haunted us since the industrial era. It's always surprised me how many people oppose the idea of global warming. I mean, even if, you know, even if it were false, What harm does it do going to solar and wind and water power when there are huge tax incentives to do so? Costs have become nearly equal and in the long run much cheaper to do it the new way. It amazes me the fight when all the proposals are better and cheaper in the long run and cleaner. Why fight that? Who even cares if it's real or not? You're getting better options now. Fuck coal. I mean, I get it. Your dad works or you work in a coal mine. You need that to keep going. There are other mines that you can hop into. There are other things that you can do. This benefits our fucking earth, which is way more important than you. So stop fighting it. You know, no one's fighting that coal is better than wind or water power. Just that it's not hurting the environment as much. And the global temp has increased by about a half a degree in the last 40 years which is twice as fast as it has since 1880. So you can see that we are doing a little something. And it's widely believed that if it goes above 2 degrees Celsius, it will have irreversible effects, which is hence why they made the Paris Climate Accord, to keep it at 1.5 degrees Celsius. So we look at fossil fuels, and the government always says one thing but does another. All of them. I mean, I've seen it in Canada, China, India, Russia, USA, and everywhere else. They say one thing and they do another. They say they want to have a change and they feel a priority too, but then they go off and they start selling oil to other companies like Canada does. It's, it's crazy. They really have no want to change. But they're putting on a nice show for you, aren't they? Fossil fuels are lining the fuck out of their pockets. They bring in so much money, they're afraid to change. It could start wars if they change. It'll be chaos. Over a long period of time, no matter what we where we go with this, and that's another issue that everybody's fighting over that further fucking divides us. But what not many people are talking about are cows. They do the same greenhouse damage. One cow as four tons of fucking carbon carbon dioxide does, and the organic cows do even more because of the clovers that they're fed. They'd be extinct if not for us keeping them around. Cows would be extinct hundreds of years ago, if not for us keeping them around. Nature said no. And we said, fuck you, nature, once again. <laughs> we have over 100 million cows in America at this very minute. It's been proven that cow milk's not so great for your kids. Nor is red meat. So cow is not so great for us in any way besides leather, which now we can manufacture in different ways. But we're not even entertaining the idea of eliminating them. Why? Money? Ritual? Inability to want to change unless we're forced to? Stubborn and laziness? too. i I'm sure. But we need to get on board. You'll be amazed at how solar is so much better when the power goes off. Or the apocalypse hits, right? Cows need to become a delicacy and limited around their production times. Until we're down to none. And just fucking deal with it. If you're a cattle rancher now, you'll get by. Your son will too. But after that, your farm's for a different type of protein. Or sell it to make fruit. Or what the fuck ever. But we have to change. We have to change to be a little bit better. <coughs> Excuse me. These are all huge issues. What do you do when so much is going backwards? I'm not sure we're able to fix our own cause problems. So you just have to enjoy your life now. I don't think that there will be much life too many generations from now. No matter what you look at, you know, whether you're looking at the environment or violence or health care or how businesses run, you know, if identity issues don't kill us first, the politicians in the environment will. So I think the best thing for you to do is just to enjoy your life. I don't think that this is something that we can fix. I think that we're a total and complete failure as human beings with some really amazing highlights mixed in. So we fail God, or nature, or humanity. Whatever it is that you believe in is not happy with us. Because we're not happy with ourselves. So be personally accountable. Try to harm no one in no manner. Or remain in this paradox. It's really that simple. But if you look at all these things, most of them have solutions. We're just choosing not to do them because we're too selfish. Or we're too lazy. Or we're too stupid. I think it comes down to one of those three things. And I don't think America's going to last much longer if we keep going at this rate. I don't see it lasting another 200 years. I don't think many people can see it lasting another 200 years at the rate that it's going. With all these issues that are being brought up, and these are just tips of the iceberg. We didn't get into any of these very deeply. now Now imagine what other people feel when they're in these positions. The positions of the identity politics. Or whether they're a veteran not getting what they need. Whether they are a student not getting what they need. Whether we are being led to lies by the FCC. All of our money being taken by the IRS. it's all going to break down into nothingness and it's going to reverse us back into a time where we do not want to be. A time where exorcism and baby tossing and baptism of the dead seem like norms. Now they should not seem like norms anymore. We've evolved and we need to evolve our Bill of Rights. We need to evolve our Constitution into What we need today from it. And that requires a vote. That does not require lawmakers making law and putting things in. That requires the citizens making the decisions on what's best for the citizens. Even though we're probably too stupid to do so. And too uninformed to do so. I don't want to give it to our politicians to be able to do that. So once again, just like the end of all my podcasts so far. Try and be better to one another fight against the downfall of our civilization and how every little aspect is helping it break down. And we will see you next time on the socially cut podcast. I'm out.